Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Smith. No matter what goal you're working towards, I hope to show you that Chasing Health does not have to be a difficult or scary ordeal. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things related to becoming a best version of yourself, whether that's through nutrition, fitness, mindset, or life topics in general, we've got you covered. All right, let's not waste any more time and dive right into the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I've got a really special episode for you guys today. You guys are in for a real treat. Um, something really amazing just happened recently inside of our Conquer Fitness Nutrition community. Um, one of Chris's clients, Karen Miller, has recently competed in a transformation division of a uh, physique show at the Michigan Roar, which was really awesome. And Chris also joined her in that as well. So we're going to dive into that. But first, you know, I just want to, I know you guys have already met Chris. But Karen, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Of course. For for those who don't know you, tell us a little more about yourself. Like where are you from? What do you do? Like just a little bit of history on you. <laughs> um, I'm originally from over by between uh Flint and Saginaw, Michigan. Um, but I live now south of Lansing um for work. And I'm a mom, three boys, um, ages eleven, eight, and five. Um, I'm a very, very busy person. I just started a new career. I'm a first year teacher in sixth grade. Um, I also run a small business out of my home in the evenings. And my husband and I run a Cub Scout group here in town. And I lead a local PTO at one of our schools as well. Wow. So you are a very busy, busy person. (laughs) (laughs) I know Chris said I was going to be even just challenging getting this thing scheduled, but I didn't realize (laughs) that what's going on. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And and, you know, have you always been like, you know, someone that's been like very busy and always on the go and like, has that always been kind of the person you are? Yeah, I was in everything when I was in school and (laughs) I never forget when I turned 16, my dad picked me up from school took me to Secretary of State, got my driver's license and handed me the keys and said, I'm done running you everywhere. So yes, I was always in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think, I feel like that's, I mean, I'm not a parent myself, but I feel like a lot of parents, it's it's like one of the greatest things because now you get to go do it on your own, but also it's like, yeah. oh gosh, now they're on the road by themselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit more about like your like health and such. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, you've lost like a bit of weight. So like, like, what was life like growing up with, you know, was that something you always struggled with or was that just happening at a certain time in your life? Do you mind sharing a little bit about that? Yeah, I always struggled with my weight. Um, my family has always been on the heavy side. Um, I was very athletic um, growing up, though. I did dance. I did cheerleading. I did softball. I did swimming, skiing. Gosh, what else? Um, yeah, a lot of it. I did a lot of stuff. Um, and then even in college, I joined a hockey team. I started playing ice hockey in college. Um, it's like a club thing. And, but I was always still on the heavier side. Um, and, but then I hurt my back when I was in college, um, and had a back surgery and it really kind of put me out of sports and really started noticing the weight gain. Then, um, got married and had a family and it just kept really piling on from there. Gotcha. And, at what point were you thinking like, I should, I should do something about my health. Like I need, I need to turn things around. So I'll, I'll give you my lengthy story here. Um, my family, like I said, I have three boys, my husband and myself. So we have a family of five and there was a period of five years that was a extreme struggle in our family. Um, 
we went through 13 surgeries with uh, the members of my family, uh, six extended hospital stays. My husband ended up with a spinal cord injury. Um, my Our youngest one, when he was six weeks old, um, we were in the NICU for 15 days and almost lost him due to an illness. Um, we suffered a miscarriage. And then my oldest son has a rare hip disease and we have traveled across the country nine times for his surgeon from Michigan down to Dallas. Wow. So it was a lot. It was a lot of stress. Um, I was sort of the healthy one. I had many surgeries myself too and was in and out of hospital, but I was the strong one. I was the support and I just didn't take care of myself. Um, I really, really packed on the weight. And in the fall of 2020, I got diagnosed with diabetes. And that was really the trigger point for me. Yeah. And so, so when, so I guess Chris, I'll kind of turn to you. Like how, how did Karen find you or how did you guys meet initially? I believe that I was an in-person trainer. Um, and it was very early on when I became a trainer and I, I want to say, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Karen, you were on an elliptical. I think so. <laughs> and I just approached you and uh, we talked about, and I th think you told me um, maybe a bad experience that you had with another trainer. I can't remember exactly what it was or that somebody pushed you too hard or something like that one time. But um, it was, uh, yeah, I remember, I kind of vaguely remember that conversation. I gave her my card and uh, then we, yeah, we started working together. I think I got a phone call from her and that was over a year ago now believe it or not um like almost 18 months wow wow so time flies when you're having fun <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so so karen what was it like when you first like you know pulled the trigger on like taking control of your health and and starting to work with chris like what was that feeling was there any like initial like oh like am i gonna regret this or you know any concerns or worries was there anything like that when you first started this you know i was really I was in a good place mentally of going into this. Um, I hit, when I got diagnosed, I said enough is enough. And I really put my foot down. Um, I started doing workouts on my own. Um, I wasn't quite at that point, quite at the gym yet. I was doing a lot of stuff on my own. And I actually started going to, um, a, um, gastric, um, gastric place. And I ended up, I ended up having bariatric surgery. Okay. Um, but I lost 70 pounds on my own first, and then had the surgery. And I think I met Chris after I had my surgery. Um, and I had gotten into the gym and was really starting to hit it. So I was really motivated um, at the time, which was, I mean, really good. <laughs> and at the time, like I said, I had, I had uh, done like P90X and like really, really wore myself out um, and kind of overdid it. And I went in thinking, oh, Chris has worked with all these people that have never done anything. I'm going to go in. I'm going to show him. I'm going to do this. And then he tried to kill me several times. But I survived. <laughs> so, so was that like, uh, like, like with different types of workouts, like something like a little more like intentional rather than like the hip style type workouts? Yeah. I mean, I was like your typical person that you run into. Got to do the cardio. Just run, run, run. You know, I was building my, um, my cardio up and a little bit of weightlifting, mostly core. And he came in and, you know, had me do all these kinds of weights and stuff. And, um, I think, I mean, obviously my form and whatnot wasn't the greatest, but I, I had some understanding because I um, used to be an athletic trainer. So I have medical background 
um, and understood it. Mm -hmm. Um, but to actually do it myself was a whole nother thing rather than coaching other people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, so at what point where, I mean, obviously I'm sure your nutrition had to be in check, like when you lost the, you know, the 70 plus pounds in the beginning, but like when, like, like, did you have it like kind of all figured out the nutrition side of things or was that something you really started to work on with Chris? No, I really started working with him on that too. Um, I mean, the, the doctor where I had been at had put me on, you know, a, a regulation and, and then Chris, Chris actually went above and beyond. I tell you what he, um, I gave him permission to talk to my doctor and he wanted to understand what I was going through as well, because someone that's had gastric sleeve, I have a very, very small stomach compared to some people. So, you know, he's trying to go in and restore, um, your metabolism and might increase calories for some people. Well, when he first met me, I don't even know if I was up to like 800 calories a day at that point where I couldn't do that. So he's trying to get me to eat protein and get, do this and that. And I'm like, hold on, I can only eat so much. So I know that was a struggle for him and I at the beginning, but we figured it out together. I remember I reached out to your dietitian actually, and had a conversation about guidelines and what expectations, when we can start to increase. Um, And I think it's so important because you know, people who do, who do have that surgery, you exit surgery eating 600 calories and you can only eat a certain size, you know, meal at six times a day. Well, one thing that I will um, say that I'm super proud of Karen for is that she was very coachable and very open-minded to this because I can imagine that it was a little scary at times going from, you know, losing all of that weight and somebody coming in and saying, Hey, we're actually going to get you eating a little bit more food. I really want to push calories. Mm-hmm. You know, that skill goes up a pound or a half a pound and things trigger in your head. And, um, that fear of like fear of failure, fear of going back to that person. Right. Um, mm-hmm. working on that relationship with the scale and working on relation. Hey, like carbs are good. Like we can do this. Um, you know, so complete mindset shift. And she did such a good job. She was so coachable. She was resilient, um, pushed through the, you know, the times where she didn't really feel like, as you know, like, as she shares, she's super busy. So like, a lot of steps, um, you know, that she's getting in and alleviating the stress on her body through all of the things that of stress that she has going on. It's like, okay, well, maybe we shouldn't be in such a low calorie, um, you know, deficit. So she was, I super, um, super proud of her for that to have, just be open-minded, be coachable because that's really what it takes, you know, to trust the process. Yeah. And Karen, do you mind like expanding on that a little bit more? Like, like what kind of like fears and things like that were going through your mind during that time when, you know, he's telling you eat more calories and you just, you know, you've lost all this weight and now you have this guy telling you to eat more food and you're like, what the heck is this? Like, what, like what was going through your mind? Yeah. I mean, to, to be honest, I mean, I still, I still have reservations sometimes because I don't ever want to go back to that person that I was at, you know? So when he throws at me, all right, we're going to increase now. I'm like, okay, like I know we can do this, but I know by off, off balancing it and eating the correct things now, not just junk like it was before and, you know, getting in my workouts. If I have a busier week, um, with, and I can't get into the gym as much, you know, we back off on the calories. And so we're able to like counterbalance it, but yeah, it was, it was definitely nerve wracking at the beginning because I had worked so hard to lose the weight and I wanted to continue that, that I was just, I was fearful to go back. 
And, and so let's, I want to kind of like fast forward a little bit throughout this process. You know, you guys are working together. What kind of things were you able to accomplish or achieve or do or see throughout this process since you guys have started working together? Um, I mean, definitely. I mean, I'm, I've lost weight since being with Chris, but the biggest thing was, um, a lot of muscle tone. Um, but my energy, my energy has gone way up. I, I mean, you think I'm a, I mean, I don't, I don't stop. I, I literally don't. <laughs> he, I, I'll send messages at 12, at 1230 at night. Cause I'm still, I'm still going. That's just how I roll. But, um, I, there would be so many times they used to come home and just crash on the couch. And I'm like the kids like, Oh, whatever, you know? And Monday this week I went for a hike, um, you know, things I just never did before. So it's just the energy and to come home and have the energy for my rambunctious children and all their sports. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like, and tell me if, if, if you can agree with this, I know like, you know, I've had my own like weight loss journey and things like that. And I, and I feel like one of the common themes around like myself and others I've talked to that have lost a good weight is like, you never really know a hundred percent what good feels like, like almost like beforehand, like you, you think you feel okay. And you, and you get by every day, but then once you actually do feel what high energy feels like and what it feels like to feel much better, it's like, wow, like, what was that person thinking back then? Can you relate to that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I've always been a busy person, but I always found a way to like sit down and do what I needed to do mm -hmm. where now, I mean, I don't, I'm sitting at the moment, but <laughs> usually it's nine 30 before my butt hits a chair, you know? I'm, I'm a teacher. I I'm always moving around, always got one thing or another. So yeah, I mean, it's, I've changed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so tell us a little bit more, Chris, about like, like when you guys were going through all this, like what were like some of like your main like priorities, like working with Karen, trying to like help her through and like for both from like a mindset perspective, but also like the nutrition side as well. Yeah. Um, so going from 800 calories, and getting her to slowly increase up as you know we could because it was like every month or so every two months we could increase her up about 200 calories or so and she i can guarantee she will even speak to this how amazing it was that we got her up to around 1800 to you know 2000 calories um because i think the biggest thing is you know coming off of that surgery like repairing the metabolism, getting that set point, you know, back to where it was. Cause I might, a lot of those surgeries, people experience a lot of weight regain, you know, they, and I'm mm -hmm. sure Karen, you can attest to this. Um, people, you, you know, from your face, the Facebook group and stuff that you belong with people struggle afterwards because, well, they think they have to eat a thousand calories for the rest of their life. And that's just not sustainable. And mm -hmm. Um, so like weight starts to slowly creep back up, up two to three pounds per month. And next thing you know, at the end of the year, they're up 36 pounds um, over time. And it happens, you know, before you know it. So we got her up, we primed her metabolism as best we could up at like 1800, 2000 calories. And now she's eating 16, um, 16, 1700 calories here and there and in a fat loss phase and using that exercise to, you know, give her just to allow her more food freedom. Cause that's, what it's about. It's like, okay, well let's use your exercise to put you into a deficit and allow you that extra food freedom and, um, popcorn like she loves. So, <laughs> um, those kind of things it, it's that, cause that's really what it's about, but touching base on something she said about her energy. And like, I think that's the most important thing. And really I didn't 
I didn't really know that about her, honestly, before we started that that was kind of like her life. But that brings me joy because like, that's what, that's why we do what we do is we want people to live their life to the fullest. And when like food and their nutrition and their exercise is holding them back from doing that, like providing that freedom for somebody is life-changing um, for them. And that's why we do what we do. Um, so I think that's, that's amazing that she's able to do that now and keep up with your kids, right? Like that's another huge part. You're doing all the things that you love with your family, making memories. I don't know how many people that, you know, we talk to that never do this. They sit on this, they sit on this um, porch and just watch their kids play because they don't have the energy to go out and do it themselves. And it's like, is that the life you want? Or do you want to take care of this now? Like Karen did. And now she's out there doing all the things she loves to do and making memories with her family. That's awesome. I love that. And so at what point, at what point did like this, like physique show start to come in the play here? You know, this is obviously like they one of the marriages I want to have you on the show to talk a little bit about that. And so we'll kind of dive into that there. But like, when did that first thought come up and where did that come from? It was actually about a year ago. Um, I had, I stopped, I don't even know where I stumbled upon it. I, I saw it and I told Chris, I was like, I want to do this. And he said, yeah, that'd be a really good idea. Um, but when I brought it up to my family, especially uh, my husband, he wasn't so keen about it, um, to be honest, because he he thought it was like like a bikini competition. And I was explaining to him that, no, it's it's not that. Um, it's, you know, it's different. It's more of telling your story. You can wear what you want and whatnot. And then just kind of um, building some more muscle and, and getting in there and feeling a little bit more comfortable. Because I, I, I got to, not quite my goal, but I got to a, a comfortable place really fairly quickly, I guess, in about a year. And I was like, I want to do this. And then I was like, you know, I, I really should take the time and kind of like tone up a little bit and get comfortable with myself and settle in. And then just reiterating to him exactly what it was. And I was like, all right, I want to do this for me um, to get out there, tell my story and to put myself in an uncomfortable position, I guess, and just do something out of the box. And then I told Chris he had to go with me because I wasn't going on my own. So <laughs> you told me I had to compete with you. <laughs> yes. I would have gladly just, went with you. Not just sit in the audience, but actually be on the stage. What, yeah. what was that like, Chris, hearing that? Um, I've been wanting to do it myself. And honestly, like Karen kind of gave me that extra push. Um, you know, like I said, I've been pretty content eating pizza every once in a while and some ice cream. And I was at that moment where I was like, I really don't want to, uh, I love focusing on my business right now. And, you know, those kind of things, but I wanted to be supportive of her. And I also wanted to do it deep down. I just didn't know how much energy I was going to have to put into it. Um, but honestly, she she was like my accountability more than I think I was probably her accountability. Because like I wanted to show up for her. And the days when I didn't want to do it, I honestly thought of that. I was like, well, I don't I want to be able to com- actually compete. And I knew I was going against a bunch of 20 20 year old punks. So, uh, you know, I had to step up my game and, um, get ready, but no, that was it. I was just so proud of her for even like wanting to put herself out there in that. And I agreed with her. I think, I think it's awesome because for, I think there's an underlining reason why, and it's because there was somebody in the stands that saw your story and heard your story. That's going through the exact same thing. 
or something similar that was like, you know what, like, I'm going to do this. The impact you had on a thousand people that were in that stands. Um, I know like across the board, there was a lot of, um, you know, there wasn't really too many dry eyes in the room, um, including mine. And so like your story touched so many that I don't think like in the moment you realize what you're doing, um, you, you know, maybe you're doing it for yourself, but it has a ripple effect across the entire room. That's awesome. And I love that. And it's Karen, when you like, I guess like first before, like we kind of go a lot deeper into this, like is do you mind sharing a little more of exactly like what the transformation transformation division is just in case those are listening? Like obviously it sounds kind of self-explanatory, but for those listening and have not heard of that, what is it? Why do they do that? So it is, um, a mind, body, or soul transformation. Um, something people that want to get into bodybuilding, but just aren't quite there yet that look like the others, you know, um, that don't have the full muscle and, and are transitioning into that. We've come, we've come a long way. Um, the, the other two ladies I was uh, with it, theirs was body as well about losing weight, but it can be, we talked to another, um, participant who didn't know what the transformation division was. And actually he would have been a perfect candidate for it. Um, and it was, he had overcome an, a major obstacle in his life as well. Um, and, and like, yes, mine is, is weight as well, but the journey that it, I had so much, I, I would almost say trauma, you know, to myself with so much going on with my family and just overcoming that, because to be honest, um, I was in a severe depression, um, with putting so much pressure on myself, trying to take care of my family. And then, um, Truly, when I had the miscarriage um, and lost my job, I, I, I really spiraled. Um, and so just overcoming that as well and getting out there. So it's, it's more of telling your story. Um, no, we're not models out there, but it was the fact of us stepping out there, telling our journey, telling our story and being self-confident in ourselves, you know, to to go out there, went out there in a two piece. And that was huge for me. Cause that's not something I wear. How did you feel? I'd love to, I'd love to, if you, if you don't mind sharing, I'd love to kind of dig a little bit deeper into like, how did you feel like just prior to that day? Like let's say like the night before, like the day of and afterwards. <laughs> no, I was, I really wasn't nervous. Um, going into it. I was really excited. Um, remember that, the morning of just jamming out to music. Like, I mean, I was, people look at me down the highway. Like I was crazy. Like I was just dancing. I was so pumped. I was so excited. Um, I didn't leave up to it. I was, I, I like to talk and I was telling people all about it and stuff. I was really excited. Um, I was really hoping I was going to have friends and family there to, to see it, you know, to witness it, to see my journey. Um, but then just before going on stage, it hit me. It hit me hard. <laughs> um, I got really, really nervous. And the I was the last one to go out of the three and listen to those other ladies' stories. Like I already had tears in my eyes, like Chris said. Like we all three of us had come so far with different experiences. And so now I'm choked up and then now I have to go out there and tell my story. So it was difficult, but when I actually got to do like my my runway or my T walks, um I gave it some sass to be honest. <laughs> it felt so good to go out there and just be proud of myself for once, to be honest. 
That's amazing. I, I, I love that. And I, I can't imagine what kind of like confidence boost that was to be able to do that and prove yourself of what you're capable of. And it's like, it just, and this is something I recently had a, a guest on a podcast and he said something along the lines of like, once you achieve these types of goals, it just opens so many more doors, especially those doors in your mind of like, what is next? And so I, I'm curious, like, like what is next for you? Like what, like, and not, and you know, I think you had mentioned about maybe doing another one of these, but like, is there anything else even after, like outside of this that you're even thinking about that after this confidence boost and changing your mindset, anything afterwards? No, no, I really thought I do want to do another one. Um, I don't know if I'll go to the the point of like competing in like that actual participant, not just transformation, but, um, probably another goal is, um, getting my family more involved, to be honest. Um, I've talked to Chris about getting my husband in there, um, and, and working on him. He's got a lot of medical issues. My oldest son is very athletic, but has just, I've set a good example of eating habits, um, but they don't always follow it. <laughs> so I think getting them on the right path, because I don't want them to go down the path that I did. You know, I think that's every parent they, we experienced it. So I don't want them to have to go through that. And they're going to go that way if I don't step it up. And I guess another thing I want to kind of touch on was like, anyone that's out there right now listening to this and they're, they're probably thinking like, yeah, it's amazing what Karen did. And, you know, I, I wish I could do that. And I, I but I just don't see how I could ever make that, you know, go that far. If you could go back and tell Karen on day one, you know, the day, like, you know, go back to like when you were, you know, first diagnosed with diabetes and things like that, like probably someone who like, even though you were motivated to get started, but you didn't know how, or were afraid to get started, what would you tell her or tell anyone else out there that's listening right now, like wanting the change, but afraid to? So I've always been that person in, in this funny that you asked that because so many of us hear that, well, if I can do it, you can do it. And every single one of us is like, there's no way I can't do that. And then I've become that person. I become that person of if I can do it, you can do it. And I would tell people is start start small. Don't look at the, the end result. You have to reward yourself and take pride in the small steps because it is a journey. It's not going to happen overnight. You're going to have ups. You're going to have downs. You're, you're going to go two steps forward and take a step backwards. And I had moments, I had moments when I went on vacation and whatnot and just threw it out the window. But rather than in the past, I would say I threw it out the window and just whatever. I was like, nope. I check myself and I go back, you know, and I have to start over. You really, it's, it sounds cliche, but you so have to have your mind set for a journey like this more than physical. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to add to that, Chris? Yeah, I think, um, you know, one thing she said of where, like where she was at the, at that point of the, the depression, um, losing your job, all, all the stuff going on in your family. And I think it's so important to note that look at the ripple effect that nutrition in your journey has had on your entire life. Like you have a new career, the confidence that you had to go out there and wear a two piece, you know, bikini, your mental health is probably stronger from like overcoming all of the obstacles that you have. You probably look back and say, you know what? I've survived a hundred percent. I've survived way worse days than this you know, for where you're currently at. But 
I think like when people think of like, oh, fitness and nutrition, weight loss, they think like how it impacts that that area and that's it. And it's like, no, this impacts your job. This impacts your mental health. This impacts your body confidence, your freedom with food and like anxiety around food. It impacts every area of your life. You're going to notice a difference in every aspect. Um, and I think Karen is a prime example of that. Like, look at the blessings that have come upon her from the, you know, the, her journey, like a new career that she likes most of, loves most of the time, uh, you know, <laughs> being a teacher, um, those kind of things. And like, it impacts relationships and your confidence in the way you talk to people and every area. So I think it's so, you know, critical to just not just picture this as some, you're putting it in a box of just this is your health or anything like that. It It is so big, so much bigger than that. Yeah. I, I think it's, there's a lot of truth to it. I mean, you, you see like when people are successful in one area of their life, a lot of times that success spreads throughout the rest of their life. And so it, it all has to start somewhere. And like, I, and I think a lot of it goes back to like what you mentioned about building that confidence. Like once you build confidence in one area of your life, that confidence just radiates throughout everything else that's involved in your life, you know, financially, career-wise, professionally, you know, mental health wise, physical health, spiritual health, like it just radiates everywhere and impacts so, so much. Um, Karen, like it, any, has there, it, you, you mentioned earlier about, you know, like there were like the days when maybe like you kind of felt like you fell off track or things like you maybe had a rough day, rough week, whatever it may be. What was it that, how, how were you able to be so persistent to get past those rough days especially for those, you know, someone might be listening and going through that rough patch themselves right now. How did you push through that instead of just, you know, giving it up and throwing the towel on completely? Um, well, a couple of things. Jokingly, um, I knew Chris would uh, hold me accountable if I didn't get back on track. Um, no, but it, I mean, that that's the, the point of a coach, you know, is mm -hmm. to fell off. Okay. No big deal. Like, let's get back at it stuff. But, um, like I said before, it's like my, my fear of going back. Um, I just, I, I bound and determined that I was never, I'm never going to go back to how I was. And is it is hard when I do have a goof up day or, you know, and I slip cause then I'm like, why did I do that? But I, I just, I know that it's, it's going to happen. We're human. Um, it's going to happen, but to not keep down on that and, to keep motivating. Um, you know, you just, you talked, talked about my job, you know, I've had rough days. I had a really rough day this week, but I got up the next morning with a smile on my face and I went back in and, and it was a better day. Um, you just, you, you have to get your mind in a place that to know that there is going to be bad days, but that's okay to have those days. I think you're at some slip up days too, where it's like, the slip up days you're having now were really good days a year ago, right? In some cases, like there's moments where Karen's like, oh, I had a bad day. I had a, a bowl of popcorn and I'm like, that's a great day. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> so I think it's so important to remember that, um, you know, where you're at in this journey and how far you've come, always embrace that because what you're doing right now and where you're at right now this is what you've prayed for and you've uh, wanted your entire, this entire journey from the start of it. And always remember that and embrace it. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, as we like start to kind of wrap it up here a little bit, um, you know, Karen, 
I mean, obviously you've been with, with Chris and Conquer Fitness Nutrition for a long time now. Um, what does Conquer Fitness Nutrition mean to you? Um, their, their kindness, their gen, their, um, generosity, their genuine, you know, like Chris said, I've, I've been with them for quite a while and think we've become more than just, um, a coach and a customer. He's, he's a friend. I mean, to be honest, um, I try not to text him at 10 30 at night, but you know, there's times, but <laughs> no, just knowing that he, he has my back, you know, very supportive. And like, like I said a while ago, um, he went so above and beyond to educate himself knowing my situation. I don't think he had ever had a client or anyone who had gone through what I had gone through with the surgery. And he took it upon himself to educate himself on that because not only to help me, but to help future clients as well. Um, and educate his staff along the way too. say, Hey, you know, I had a client with this and sharing those experiences and stuff in order to grow a successful business, you are, you constantly have to learn. So, um, but yeah, just his, he is so kind hearted. Um, and I mean, yeah, that's basically. Awesome. Well, any, anything else that you wanted to add or even, or Chris, you can, if anything else you want to add as well. Um, no, I, th I think we cover a lot of it. I just, um, want to encourage Karen to always keep striving for something. I think it's so important. I mean, we left that competition and I was like, you know, in my head, I thought beforehand, I was like, oh, I can't wait until this is kind of over with right now. Um, and then it ends and I'm like, I literally shot my coach that I had pictures of the four guys that beat me. And I said, what do I need to do to to overcome this like for my next one like i'm already looking for the next one like and it's i want you to encourage encourage you karen like whether that is another competition or whatnot always have something to strive for in everything that you're doing like teacher of the year like next year i'm doing whatever that is for you whether it is professionally uh in your family with your fitness always have a goal that you want to achieve. So, and I love that you mentioned your kids and your husband, because that's a generational goal that will get passed on for like years and years and years. So. Absolutely. I do have, I do have a goal actually for next year. <laughs> um, a goal of my, I, I will be the big four O uh, next spring. And my girlfriends and I are planning a trip to, um, the Caribbean or we're going somewhere, Cancun, something like that. And, um, I proved to myself that I can wear a two piece. Um, but I need to work on my, uh, self-esteem a little bit more with it. But my goal is to, to go to the beach and lay out on the beach in a two piece and, and feel comfortable with myself, to be honest. Love amazing. It. It's amazing. <laughs> Guys, thank you both so much for joining me on the show today. This has been absolutely incredible. And I, you know, it's your story definitely just, you know, resonates with, I think a lot more people than you realize. I mean, I think it, you know, it says a lot about Karen, your story and what you've been able to accomplish. Like that's not an easy feat. Um, and so make sure, you know, you realize what all you've done, definitely be proud of that. And, you know, and it says a lot about you, Chris, as well as a coach. I mean, I think that's, you know, speaks highly of like what you've been able to help her with and get along this and also going through it all yourself and joining her along. You know, I think that's, um, I, I actually don't, I don't believe I've told, uh, 
you, Karen, this possibly. I know I've mentioned to Chris, um, but it, it was just kind of interesting when I first found out you guys were doing this together. It reminded me of what my coach did for me. My very first coach was after I reached a certain weight, He, um, I had mentioned that one of my goals was to go skydiving. And he had mentioned in one of his uh, Christmas cards that year, he said, when you reach your goal weight, we are going skydiving. And that next year was COVID, so we weren't able to go. But then the following year in June, uh, we were able to go skydiving together. And so doing that together, it, you, so your all situation reminded me of the exact same situation that I went through with my coach. And it's just so cool to see that all come full circle. And um, it's why I want to have you guys both on the show and share this story, because I know this is going to help a lot of other people. Um, but again, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Appreciate it, Chase. Thank you. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I greatly appreciate you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, you can help me by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me become more visible to others. Also, share this episode with friends or family and take a screenshot of the episode and upload it to your stories. Be sure to tag me and my guests so we can be sure to say thank you. If you ever have any questions or feedback about something covered on the show, you're always welcome to send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at changing underscore chase. Have a great day, guys. And remember, you matter.